Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4 every day. And then after 4 o'clock, you missed something. You missed all of it. You go to the iHeart app for the John and Ken On Demand podcast. That's what you do. And uh, we have record-breaking numbers as we close uh, May. April was a big record by far. May is even uh, bigger. And it's because you can listen now twice. You can listen to the show when it runs. And then all the parts you miss, you could listen later on or for the first time. Uh, so that, that that's good. Uh, now, uh, Ken is away today. But we have a lot of stuff here. And we're going to start with the same story we started with yesterday. Uh no, I no, I think we I think we did this in the two o'clock hour, but uh, it's it's time we do it now, because I think every listener ought to know of this story. Because outside of Bill Malugin with Fox News, nobody in Los Angeles media is covering this, and this is really curious because this is an outrageous, violent story that ended in murder, and it is another example of the psychopath George Gascon. And his his policies that create death. No other way to put it. But Gascon's policies actually kill people. And we have a prime example. So if you haven't heard this, uh, and you probably haven't, unless you were listening at the exact moment that Bill Malugin was on with us yesterday. He had an exclusive with Fox News about Stephen Sutherland. Stephen Sutherland, back in 2020 slashed a construction worker's neck because he didn't like the noise the worker was making. And the guy nearly died. He almost bled out. Barely made it. Now, that's obviously attempted murder, right? Slash a guy in the neck. The motivation was the noise is bothering you. Obviously, this is the guy who ought to be locked up. But Gascon's office instead sought mental health diversion. Mental health diversion. So on May 23rd, just a week and a day ago, Sutherland, after spending no time in prison, no time in prison, shot Jennifer Gomez 19 times in her home. Same reason. Noise. He didn't like the noise she was making in her apartment, which was situated over Sutherland. Now, there's no question Jennifer Gomez would be alive today if Gascon hadn't sent Sutherland to mental health diversion after nearly murdering a construction worker. So, This is why Gascon is a psychopath. Because he allows this violence to to flourish without any conscience at all. Without any compassion, any regret, nothing. And when he's called on it, 
he reacts in bizarre ways, and I'll explain that in a moment. Now, when Sutherland slashed that construction worker's neck, he should have been charged with attempted murder. Anybody disagree? Attempted murder? Instead, he was charged with assault with a deadly weapon. Big difference there. Because now it's been been uh, classified as an assault, and it gives Gascon a loophole to go for mental health diversion. Now, when Malugin first contacted Gascon's office, the, the uh, statement uh, was the defendant in this case met the special eligibility criteria for mental health diversion. Now, remember, if it was an attempted murder charge, that wouldn't be on the table. But what they did is they engineered a lesser charge so he could go to mental health diversion. A court-appointed psychologist deemed him suitable for the treatment program, and our deputy district attorney agreed to the defense request for mental health diversion. What's the name of that deputy DA? And was he doing it under Gascon's orders? Because Gascon had a policy which led forced prosecutors down this road. Gascon's spokesperson continued in the statement, the court approved the treatment plan and deemed the defendant safe for community treatment. The defendant participated for nearly two years in the treatment program without issue. We are saddened by the most recent allegation. Our hearts go out to the victim. Well, the victim's dead. Your heart goes out to a dead woman that you killed? Whoa. And those who loved them. Well, it's a her. Um, and this is sad. At the time of the writing, I, I should I should check the update. Um, they set up a GoFundMe account to help with Gomez's funeral expenses, but they only, at the point this was written, it was just $300. Well, you know, this hardly got any publicity. You had to be watching Fox News at the exact moment that Malugin's story ran, or you had to hear our show yesterday. I just checked five minutes before we went on the air. Nobody else is covering this. Nobody. Not Channel 2, 4, 5, 7, 9, 11, 13. Not CNN. Not the Los Angeles Times. Not the Los Angeles Daily News. Uh, not any of the uh, local neighborhood papers. Nobody. So is, is, this, is, this the new, uh, is this the new way to protect Gascon? It is, it is, so he does something that's absolutely reprehensible in any other time would have him forced out as district attorney. I, I mean, I'm telling you, in any other time in our American history, a prosecutor, a district attorney who did this would be forced out. You would have every single person in politics and everybody in the media clamoring for his career demise. This is so egregious, and it's not his first time. Another thing we'll get to later. Uh, Malusian talked with John Lewin, who we've had on the show many times. John Lewin is deputy DA. He's uh, most recently known. He, he uh, put uh, Robert Durst behind bars. Uh, and Lewin explained the trick that psychopath Gascon uses. 
Quote, one of the things Gascon does is manipulate things with the charging. You make it a discount. Assault with a deadly weapon. It doesn't look as bad as attempted murder. I never heard it put that way before. Murderers get uh, discounts now. Ah, that wasn't attempted murder. That was assault with a deadly weapon. And as uh, John Lewin says, you then you give him mental health diversion. Eric Siddall is quoted by Malusion as well. We've had him on the show many times. He's vice president of the L.A. County Association of Deputy District Attorneys. He says this has been going on on the state and local level because of the elected officials. He says, by all estimation, this person did actually have a serious mental health condition, but you can't just put someone who stabbed someone back on the street. That's not a solution. It's irresponsible. See, it could be a mental health issue and a crime. And you have to you have to go to prison for the crime and you have to go to prison so you're not on the street stabbing anybody else. Apparently, two years of mental health diversion had no effect. Nothing. So what went on? Who is this court psychologist? Who are these people's names? Who is the deputy DA? Who is the judge? Who is the court psychologist? We're paying all these people. We're paying the psychologist. We're paying the deputy DA. We're paying Gascon. And how many other people got this treatment? Well, we know somebody else did recently. This is the second time... Uh, in, in uh, recent weeks, Malusian reported last month that a woman with a violent history of using knives and assaults got multiple diversions, no prison time, and then was arrested for stabbing somebody to death. And here's this story. Her name was Jade Brookfield. She was arrested in April and charged with murder after she fatally stabbed 40-year-old Dennis Banner during an argument in the street. Brookfield had a lengthy criminal history for alleged assault, assault with a deadly weapon. There's that again, multiple violent felonies with knives, but inexplicably avoided incarceration and was repeatedly given mental health diversions. So this is now two dead, innocent people in a month because of George Gascon's policies. Two. Gascon has responded again to Bill Malusian. Basically, the middle finger is the best way to put it. And we'll tell you about it when we come back. John and Ken Show, KFI. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We've been uh, giving you the story via Bill Malusian at Fox News about the latest uh, psycho killer, Stephen Sutherland, he killed a woman, Jennifer Gomez, shot her 19 times. 19 times. This happened eight days ago. Uh, he didn't like the noise that she made upstairs in her apartment. He was down below. This was the second time he tried to kill somebody. First time he succeeded that we know of. But second time he tried over noise. Because in uh, November 2020, he slashed a construction worker in the net, neck that 
Poor guy nearly bled out. Because once again, Stephen Sutherland was upset over the noise. George Gascone, psychopath, uh, sought mental health diversion. And they, he intentionally did not charge him with attempted murder, even though it was obviously attempted murder. He made an assault with a deadly weapon, gave him an opening to not send him to prison. Instead, for slashing a, a random construction worker in the neck and nearly killing him, zero prison time, two years of mental health diversion, which was a failure. In fact, if that's the program, they should close it. Uh, that psychologist ought to be fired. Uh, the judge ought to be recalled. I want to. I want. Wish the deputy DA would uh, reveal himself and tell us whether G- Gascon forced him into letting uh, Sutherland be charged with uh, only assault with a deadly weapon. And in in a statement that we read to you, Gascon blamed everybody else except himself. He said, "Hey, this is what the deputy DA did." Hey, it was a court psychologist. Hey, uh, this is what the judge decided to sentence. Everybody else. And, you know, I, I read you the, his, his uh, statement before. And he acknowledged uh, Jennifer Gomez's death. It says, we're saddened by the most recent allegations and our hearts go out to the victim and those who love them. And of course, Jennifer Gomez is her. And I wondered, gee, did they just cut and paste a boilerplate statement from some other murder that had multiple victims? Do they, I, I bet you that's what they have. They have the, the obvious boilerplate statement that the stinking lying spokeshole sends out in a press release so that Gascon and his and his uh his lackeys can officially offer their condolences. Well that was part of the first statement. Here's the second statement. After Malusion posted these news stories, it was in the form of tweets at first and then formally on Fox News and on the website, George Gascon responds I don't know if he wrote this or not, but he wrote, thanks for tagging us. Fox News recently settled a historic billion-dollar case with Dominion, allegedly reaffirming its commitment to high journalistic standards. Sadly, it appears that you're continuing to use your platform to sensationalize serious tragedies. What does the Dominion case have to do with this? Stephen Sutherland murdered... Murdered Gomez, Jennifer Gomez, because you let Sutherland out. You didn't send him to prison for the attempted murder of the construction worker. What's that got to do with Fox News or Dominion voting? See, Gascon is a snake and a weasel. Malusion had nothing to do with the Dominion case. Malusion had nothing to do. He did that, 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 that he's, he's in L.A. He didn't report on that. Everything in Malugin's story is true. This really happened. 
I mean, Jennifer Gomez is really dead. She's got 19 bullet holes in her. The construction worker nearly had his head torn off and bled out. That's real. That happened. I mean, do we have to take Gascon to the morgue? This is not something Fox News made up. This is not something that uh, Malusian made up. This is something that happened. There's a police record on this. And then he repeats, the defendant was assessed and approved for treatment and released by mental health experts and a judge. No, you sought mental health diversion. You undercharged him on purpose. You're trying to fool everybody with your manipulations and lies. The eligibility for mental health diversion is governed by state law. If you undercharge an attempted murderer, then you can give him diversion. But you chose to undercharge him. You committed this act here. The deputy district attorney who handled this matter applied the law and wrote, you see, you see how he does? He has a false premise here. Gascon is responsible for not charging Sutherland with attempted murder. So they downgraded the charge, and then they say, well, you know, we're allowed by law to do this and that. Um, relied upon the expertise of a trained psychologist in making their determination. Trained. Notice the, the manipulative words he puts in. Well, it's a trained psychologist. He's trained. You're not. So who are you to judge? I don't know. A guy slices somebody's neck wide open and then shoots another woman 19 times. Do I have to be a trained psychologist? To say that he ought to be locked up in prison? Do I have to have a law degree to say that? Our prosecutors have very difficult jobs. <laughs> they work hard in every case to make decisions that will create lasting safety in our communities. Oh, stop it. This is the second one in a month. And God knows how many others are out there. I mean, we learned last week there's 10,000, 10,000 cases that Gascon hasn't even bothered to prosecute, piled up on everybody's desk, probably not piled up. It is inaccurate to politicize this, this tragedy. Who politicized it? There's no politics in this. And to mislead viewers by suggesting that the policies of Gascon had anything to do with this outcome? Well, absolutely they did. It's clear. And we are saddened by the recent events. Our hearts go out to the victims and those who loved her. Oh, I guess they changed their cut and paste statement and realized, no, there was only one victim. Cheap, manipulative garbage. And again, every TV local news station in town refused to cover this. And every newspaper has refused to cover this. Why is that? Who's who's why 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 is every why is every is everyone in the media so preciously progressive that they won't tell any more truth about Gascon? Most of the stations were joining in. Why why not anymore? What's the story here? Is it something about Sutherland? Some kind of racial statement the stations are making? What what is it? Anything's possible now. I, I just I just cannot believe this this egregious, horrific, murderous decision by Gascon is getting so little coverage. It makes me think something's up beyond this. All right. But we're gonna stay on top of this. I know I know Gascon's office listens. I'm sure they do. 
we're not going away. Because Gascon is an evil cancer. And Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. You may have heard, we're going to get into this after 2 o'clock, that Leslie Van Houten, one of the Manson murderers, and she really was involved in actually killing one of the victims in a really gruesome way. She may be coming out any day on parole because a California appeals court yesterday reversed Newsom's decision to deny parole. <clears throat> this is a, a story that's gone around and around and around since 2016 when she became eligible for parole. She was convicted back in the 1970s. And you'd have to be at least 60 years old to have a conscious memory of the Charles Manson killings. But it, it's so much part of the culture. You know, Manson is like a generic word now for crazed killer. Although he didn't do the killings with his own hands. He had all his cult followers. One of them, Leslie Van Houten. She's 73 now. She was, a, I guess, a teenager. Uh, she was 19 years old when she took part in the killings. So she's been sitting in prison, for the most part, since the 1970s. And um, we'll get into the details next hour, but he he has to go to the, appeal this to the Supreme Court. If Newsom doesn't appeal to the Supreme Court, she's coming out. And the details really matter here, even though the Manson case is part of uh, the dark side of American folklore. This this really was a vicious murder that Leslie Van Houten did with her bare hands and a knife. Um, it, it's actually really rough. I was reading about refreshing my memory on the details. It is really rough stuff. But, you know, we're going to talk, talk about this. We're going to talk with... Uh, Deborah Tate, the sister of Sharon Tate, who, of course, was a victim. There were, there were two murders. There was uh, Sharon Tate and uh, people at that house. And then there was what they call the, the LaBianca killings, which was a, a couple. And she killed the wife uh, of Leno LaBianca. Um, Rosemary was her name. So we'll get into this coming up after uh, 2 o'clock. Um, looking back on the uh, glory days of the lockdown, a lot of people after a while got the feeling that they were being lied to and being played. And if you said it out loud at the time, people would call you all kinds of names, accuse you of being a conspiracy theorist, accuse you of wanting to kill people, accuse you of being a nut job, right? There's a lot of social pressure to shut up and just go along with 
all the lockdown rules. Well, there's a book out by one of the people who gave the uh, gave the energy to the lockdown. That's Deborah Burks. Deborah Burks, you remember, uh, stood by Anthony Fauci. They were the two who appeared at all the press conferences for all those months and years. What was she known for? Her scarves? You remember this? Yeah. Yeah, she had colorful scarves? Yes. Right. Uh, so she and Fauci were, were telling us uh, what to do for several years. Do you remember at the very beginning the phrase flatten the curve, right? None of us will ever forget that. Flatten the curve. That if we just locked ourselves up for two weeks, it would flatten the curve of the increasing transmissions. Instead of the transmissions going up and up and up, the infection rate would go down and down. All we had to do is go behind closed doors for two weeks. Remember, uh, didn't Mike Pence hold up a sign that said 15 days? Well, it turns out it was all a lie at the time, and they knew it was a lie. They were trying to soften us up for a long-term lockdown. And this is, a com this is coming from Deborah Burks in her memoir. She was the architect of the flatten the curve strategy. And the... It, 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 it was by design to tell people that it's two weeks to flatten the curve. That was the plan. Because they had to, um, she, she, she wrote, it was just the first step to longer and more aggressive interventions. And Deborah Burks and Fauci had to make these palatable to the administration. To Donald Trump and to the other people in the administration. And so they had to avoid the obvious appearance of a full Italian lockdown, which is what the plan was. So understand this. Fauci and Burks knew that they were going to force, demand a lockdown that would last for months and months. They knew the public wouldn't go for it, that the Trump administration wouldn't go for it. So they started with... Let's just flatten the curve for two weeks. Let's have silly Mike Pence hold up the sign. But they knew there was going to be longer and more aggressive interventions. Trump, of course, never stood up to Fauci or Burks. Because he didn't want to deal with the blowback. But that's what should have happened. Because as we later saw, the states that reopened, stayed open, reopened and stayed open, uh, did quite well. The states that shut down, there was all kinds of carnage. Kids lost educations for a year and a half and still haven't recovered, and they'll never recover. Businesses shut down here in California by the tens of thousands permanently, never to recover. And that it didn't have a great effect on, on, on the, the death rate anyway. I just saw a study the other day, looked at all the countries. Some of them were more restrictive. Some of them were looser. Everybody kind of ended up in the same place, more or less. There's too many, too many factors, known and unknown, to explain why there would be minor differences. But it looks, it looks like no, nobody really figured it out. It became obvious, though, that the people dying were the very old and ones that were already very sick. And 
not much else. But just remember, I don't think this will ever happen in our lifetime. Remember, it was an original lie, and now they're admitting it. Deborah Burks. It flattened the curve. Just a silly slogan to calm down us peasants. Longer and more aggressive interventions were coming, and we want to avoid the obvious appearance of a full lockdown. So, of course, that's, uh, this is not getting much coverage either, is it? All right, more coming up. John and Ken Show. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. After 4 o'clock uh, on the iHeart app, it's uh, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast, so you catch up with uh, everything you missed. Uh, and we've got Deborah Tate, the sister of Sh- actress Sharon Tate, coming up after 4 o'clock. Sharon Tate, as you probably know, along with uh, a number of others, was uh, killed by the Manson family back in August of 1969. And uh, also killed in a separate murder spree by the Manson family uh, cultists was uh, Leno and Rosemary LaBianca. One of the killers who personally killed Rosemary LaBianca, Leslie Van Houten, is about to be paroled from prison. Back and forth has gone on for years. Newsom needs to go to the Supreme Court to appeal one last time. He's blocked, Newsom has blocked this for several years now. But an appeals court overruled the governor. And now the governor needs to go to the Supreme Court. Um, we're going to talk to Deborah Tate, Sharon Tate's sister, because we've had her on the air several times over the years because these parole hearings keep coming up. One of the most brutal murder sprees, maybe the most brutal murder spree in Los Angeles history. And we can't keep these people in prison till they die. They all, they all should have been executed, but that's another story. Uh, that'll come up after two o'clock. Karen Bassetti. Did you hear this? She has rejected Kim Kardashian's gift bag. $600 gift bag filled with uh, what they describe as Skims goodies. That Skims is her her brand, I guess. Yeah, it's a clothing line. It's a clothing line. Uh, And also it was filled with products from her... uh, not only Kim Kardashian products, but other Kardashians and the Jenner girls, Kylie and Kendall. They all have these businesses. So let's see, what was in the bag? Oh, there's uh, there's Grandiza hot sauce. That's owned by Kim's brother, Rob Kardashian. He launched it with the mom, Kris Jenner. Uh, Kim sent bass... Uh, $34 uh, women's boxers. Let me see what else they got here. Oh, makeup products from Kylie Jenner's makeup line. The kits sell for $34. Uh, oh, a bottle of tequila. Kendall Jenner is owner of 818 Tequila Brand. That starts at $39.99 and goes as high as $189 for a reserve bottle. Uh, she, uh, You're only allowed to accept gifts up to $100. 
I was uh, going to say, isn't this exactly what she should have done is reject this gift? Yeah, this is what she legally she should have. Yeah. Uh, although the, the gift limit is higher if it's not from a government source like the Kardashians. But maybe she just didn't like the stuff. So they they have a they let's see she got red hot, red hot sauce Kylie Jenner makeup a Skims hat the tequila the boxer shorts oh and Kourtney Kardashian has some kind of LED mask worth one hundred ninety dollars what would that be oh oh well, oh we got some interest some kind here. of skincare I was waiting for you to put a bid on something well no nothing interested me that's why I didn't say anything but the uh, the mask might what is it. Well, I'm assuming that it's a mask that you put on your face that helps with age, the aging process. That's what I'm assuming. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> what? I didn't want to say it and offend Deborah. <laughs> oh, that's why I would want it? No, that's what you. That's why you knew what it was. No, I'm guessing. I, I didn't look it up. I've never heard of no, it before. No, that was before. my first guess, just, too, because yeah. that was anti-wrinkle. Uh, it, it, it's okay. an anti-aging LED light shield. Well, there you go. I'll take that. What, what what is L, having an LED light shield? Because What's, there's certain lights when you go and you get a facial that you have the red lights, the blue lights. I mean, I don't know if any of that works because I I have had facials before and they say, oh, the blue light is calming, the red light is this and this and who it, knows. Is but that it's all supposed nonsense to help or? I have never seen any difference, but I I haven't well, done right. it in years. Are you supposed to get the light when you go for those facials? Are you supposed to? I yeah. think it just depends on the facial that you want. It doesn't come with every facial. Well, there are, it's not what, standard. What, what, what does the light shield do? Again, like, again, these these different lights do different things to your face. So this one is an anti aging. So it's it helps probably erase. Well, I don't know if that. But really a light does shield that, would, but, would block the light, wouldn't it? No, but the light does something. It it increases your collagen. It does something like that. So it, it makes your skin look more youthful. Does not increase the collagen. You spending money on this? No. Okay. Oh no. There's a red light therapy that athletes use to reduce inflammation. Does that work? Yes. I've heard NFL players talk about yeah, it. Yeah, stuff athletes do work. This Kardashian stuff. I don't know. Anyway, Karen Bassetti's giving it all back. All right, we come back. We're going to talk with uh, Deborah Tate, the sister of Sharon Tate. Oh, the Manson story again, because they uh, appeals court is letting out one of the Manson killers, Leslie Van Houten, the age of seventy-three. Unless Newsom can get it blocked in the Supreme Court, is he even going to try? It's all coming up. John and Ken, Deborah Mark live in the twenty-four hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.